Hey y'all, I'm Francis, and you're tuned in to this week's Slugcast. And I'm Savannah. Welcome back to our podcast. This week, we're covering something all UCSC students have had to encounter and deal with. Whether you're self-sufficient and cook for yourself often, have a meal pass to the dining hall, or eat out and can't remember the last time you held a spatula. A quick overview of today's episode, Savannah will address the general costs of eating out for college students in both the short and long term, as well as how to budget to stretch your food money as far as it can go. I'll be highlighting CalFresh application assistance and a bit about the Slug Pantry and UCSC's basic needs services, which can help students without reliable food sources access weekly pantry supplies. The average college student spends $300 on eating out per month. If this seems very high to you, then you probably have a better grasp on cooking for yourself than the average student does. This episode is all about how to dine on a college budget, which means cooking for yourself. One of the biggest challenges of being a student is managing and budgeting your food, especially for those who live off campus. I struggle with cooking for myself instead of going out to eat, and I know I personally can't afford to eat out all the time. I have my few go-to items that I cook for myself on the daily, but I often get tired of them, and I wanted to learn about what others cook as inspiration to change things up. This episode explores tips for keeping a healthy but cheap diet with some basic go-tos and advice from experienced student cooks. Figuring out how to cook for yourself is a slow and hard learning process, and hearing advice from others may be helpful. The average American eats out 4.2 times a week. It's hard to find exact data, but it's not a stretch to say that the average college student probably eats out even more than the average American. What you eat is affected by where you live and what access to food you have. Luckily, here in Santa Cruz, we have many options for groceries, from the farmer's markets on Wednesday and Saturdays to Trader Joe's, you're feeling a little bougie, new leaf. So what do you like to cook for yourself? I have a couple of suggestions drawn from my own experience, and I know Frances has hers. Mastering cooking for yourself is also helpful when it comes to minimizing waste. One of my greatest challenges is buying exactly the right amount of food. I hate it when food goes bad, but it can be very difficult to avoid that, especially if you're more spontaneous with the things you cook up and don't stick to a plan. I'm gonna hit you all with a very upsetting statistic. Over 40% of food in America goes to waste. Perfectly good edible food. I don't want to contribute to that statistic, but that's a topic for another episode. And not only is so much wasted, but research into household food waste indicates that the actual age group who generates the most avoidable food waste is us, aged 18 to 34. The key for students is to keep track of how much they're spending on food. Budget, budget, budget. Consider the expenses of eating out and try to limit the amount of money you sanction for that. One option to help you budget is to keep your eating out slash social expenses as part of your entertainment budget. This way you can see how much money you're spending on things that might not be necessary compared to things that you need like your groceries. Now I'm going to be speaking to a student cook and my friend Blair about some cooking tips. Whenever I don't know what to cook for myself, I always call him up, so I thought he'd be the perfect person to speak on this episode. He explains why he prefers Safeway to Trader Joe's, how to make a good stir fry, and the best kinds of sauces and spices. Where do you shop at? Safeway. You don't go to Trader Joe's? No, because their produce is terrible. What? Really? 
Yeah, they're don't travel to Trader Joe's. Although they are a lot cheaper. It is a lot yeah. cheaper to travel to Trader Joe's, but Safeway has better stuff and a wider variety of stuff. Um, and better chai. And better chai. That's all I've noticed. And actually brand things and not just Trader Joe's branded off-brand stuff. So what are a couple things that you always get every time you go to Safeway? Every time I go to Safeway, like specifically for meals or just like? For meals, for cooking for yourself. For cooking meals, uh, broccoli, bell pepper, onion, mushrooms, rice. Yeah, that's pretty much the staples. And so you make stir fry with it? Yeah. What do you do? Stir fry, very easy to just have whatever vegetables you want and like buy however much of them you want and like you can get a whole head of broccoli and that'll be like three different stir fries Mm -hmm. as long as you like substitute different stuff in the basic components of a stir fry are the sauce and the vegetables and both of them are incredibly variable so what I did is I just looked up stir fry sauce and tried them, tried different ones until I found one I liked. Oh, you make your own sauces? Yeah. Okay. Don't buy stir fry sauce. Make your own stir fry sauce. They have stir fry sauce at Trader Joe's. It's not going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I can tell you that. Uh, But yeah, it's really simple to make. It's like, I think the one I used for a while, I've been experimenting more lately, but the one I used for a while was like soy sauce, um, oyster sauce, Shaoxing wine, um, water, cornstarch, and I think I had some, like, minced to ginger and garlic in there. It's basically, like, soy sauce, another flavorful sauce, like oyster sauce or hoisin sauce or sriracha, Mm -hmm. and then cornstarch to make it thicken up, and aromatics, like garlic, ginger, herbs, whatever, and then... Basically what you do is you stir fry your vegetables, which most important thing is just knowing which ones cook faster. So like mushrooms and broccoli cook faster. Mushrooms, broccoli, onion, then bell pepper is like the order of how fast things cook. So like start off with the mushrooms and like start frying those. And then once they're a little bit done, I'll add in the broccoli and once that starts getting softer, I'll add in onion. And then when that's soft, then I'll add in bell pepper. And then once the bell pepper is good and all the vegetables are cooked, then I'll just add in the sauce and then toss it up and let it thicken. And then just pour it over rice. Uh, well, one more tip for the listeners. Don't buy Trader Joe's spice mixes. Don't do it. Buy your own spices and mix your own spices. Don't just cop out and buy the spice mixes. Don't do it because it's just going to be like not exactly what you want. It's never what you want. Yeah. It's like getting a pre-made pizza versus doing a build your own. Ooh, okay. So, yeah. The Dean of Students Office promotes a statewide program called CalFresh, which is also known as the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP. 
It's a nutrition program that helps students stretch their monthly budgets. And if you're a U.S. citizen or legal permanent resident, you can apply. CalFresh can provide you with the ability to buy and eat healthy and nutritious food. The way it works. CalFresh benefits are preloaded monthly into a EBT card, which can then be used just like a debit card at most major grocery stores like Trader Joe's, Costco, and Safeway. Some farmers markets and smaller stores accept it too. If you would like to be considered for CalFresh, you must be between 18 to 49 years old, be able to work, and are enrolled at least half-time or six units at UCSC. However, if you aren't a student, to qualify, you have to work 20 plus hours a week or 80 plus hours a month and meet the income bracket, which for one person is $2,082. More information on the requirements can be found on the website or deanofstudents.ucsc.edu slash basic dash needs slash calfresh dash application dash assistance dot html. There is also application assistance available for you, and you can sign up for an appointment by emailing calfresh at ucsc.edu. You can also apply through the student-friendly CalFresh website, http colon forward slash forward slash www.getcalfresh.org slash s slash shfb. In terms of other UCSC basic needs services, you can check out our previous Slugcast episodes. And for Slug Support Pantry Access, which is being distributed out of Cowell Coffee Shop, make an appointment on their Calendly website, which you can find linked in this episode's description. For more information on UCSC basic needs, you can visit basicneeds.ucsc.edu for options on how they can help you afford healthy eating as a student. Well, folks, that's it for today's episode. Remember that there are always services available to you on campus that you can take advantage of. Thank you so much for listening. Now go get your meal planners and start a budget for yourself if you don't have one already. I personally just use Google Sheets for it. I'm always looking for new ideas of stuff to cook, so I'm interested in hearing about what you cook for yourself. Comment what you'd like to cook for yourself on our Instagram at ucsc.com. DSAS. Sometimes the key is to reach out and ask for help. We're all in this together, students for students. I'm Francis, and this has been another Slugcast. Have a great week. Thanks for listening.